discover the inherent power of God in you. Whether there are challenges or not, we are still the same, we are constant. God is constant, God does not change. And that is the life that we have received. He says Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today and forever. That is the same life we have also received. We are also the same yesterday, today and forever. What kind of life? We, we, we are the same because we have the same life with Christ. So when you think about God, think about you. Because everything he is, that is why he told Abraham, he said, I am your, your exceeding great reward. God gave himself as a reward to Abraham. And we are the seed of Abraham. Therefore, we have inherited God himself. Listen to Pastor Oti Boateng as Christ is magnified. Hallelujah. How many of us have enjoyed the conference so far? Ajay, 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 Ajay. We are being changed. And the Lord is dealing with, me, with us. Amen. I'm seeing a lot of love economites walking around. It's nice to have you here. Amen. Some people are smiling and saying, <laughs> Reverend Seb, happy to see you. Reverend Sami, at the best, Christ, too nice. Powerful. Well, we want to take off. And tonight, to start us off, this is already the third night. I mean, the thing is over. It's very some way. It starts now, then it's finished. But to start us off for tonight, we're going to hear a certain man. Tell anybody, a certain man. A certain man. Yeah, a certain man. I'm just wondering what's going on. I'm seeing a lot of. I'm just trying to measure it and wondering whether we're all okay. Powerful. Well, this first session, we're going to hear a man of God. Tell me about a man of God. If you want to see anointing, anointing is not something that you can catch or hold to physically feel it. It's like the wind. How do you know a wind is blowing? You look at the result of the wind. I mean, if it's a wind and it's the trees are going, you know a wind is around. If the trees are falling down, you know that some hurricane is passing or something like that. How do you know that a man is anointed? You look at the works. You look at the things that have happened. And this is a man who in 10 years has built a formidable church. Amen? Yeah. In just 10 years. You should think about yourself 10 years ago. You, I'm sure you can remember where you were, what you were doing, how you were. Yeah, you know. I can imagine some of you 10 years ago, your teeth could not come properly. <laughs> but in 10 years, he's built a formidable church. Not only that, this church looks more like us than we look like us. Do you get it? It looks more like one of Bishop Dark's churches than we do today we're teasing him husband and myself that we are now following them it's a nice rumor to have it means that your your following is great please ask your neighbor you who are you following everybody's following somebody when I mean, there's some of you the thing you are following is online some dancer be who is dancing half naked or some that's what you are following uh-huh your hairstyle cry you were following somebody mm. You're sitting by a girl, ask her that her dress knows from where. You're following somebody, it's a part of life. Yeah, it's part of life, and so it's a question. It's a question, but we see so much fruit. And he's a friend, we're blessed to call him friend. 
He's somebody who has companied with our bishop for many years, many, 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 many years, and it is showing. And he's built a lovely church that we are privileged also to be friends with. He has the word of God in his mouth and in his heart, and he's going to say something to us tonight. Tonight, we're just, it's just telling about a little taste. A little taste. And tomorrow, Charlie, tomorrow is the main, the main banquet is tomorrow. Hallelujah. But for tonight, I'm excited to bring up this young man who has become a friend and a brother and somebody whose friendship I really value. I want you to stand to your feet and giving honor to whom honor is due. Help me bring to this pulpit the Bishop Isaac Oti Guate. Oh, I can't hear you. Have you gone on leave? What you take us away, crap. Hey, I cannot believe your club. Can you kind of lift up your right hand towards heaven? Father, we are grateful. Father, we are thankful. Thank you. Thanks a million for the gift of life, for the gift of salvation, for the blessings that we enjoy, the blessings of health and strength, the wisdom that we enjoy. We are grateful, Lord. Our hearts and our minds are full of thanksgiving. We receive your word with meekness and with gladness, with great joy, knowing that your word has come to bring us faith to increase us in grace and change our levels of glory. Thank you for fruitfulness for all of us on every day of our lives, even in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Wow, please you may kindly take your seats in the heavenly places. Mommy said I'm a friend. I'm not. Please, don't believe everything you hear. I'm not a friend. I'm a son. Hallelujah. Yes, I'm a son. Mommy is mommy to me. Yes, she's not a friend at all. And uh, Archbishop Patrick is a father to me. He's not a friend at all. I cannot be. I'm too small to be a friend. Yes, that's the truth. I want us to celebrate our mommy with a big, 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 big round of applause. You know? Are you celebrating mommy? I, I pray that at 60, you'll be doing what she's doing. Yes, I think you, you should sow for such a grace that at 60, you'll be found in the house of God. You know, pastoring and shepherding and pushing and still having visions and dreams. I know many 60-year-olds whose life have come to an end. You know, but at her age, she's still pushing, praying, fasting, doing a lot of things for the Lord, raising a lot of young people, Mommy, God bless you for all that you are. For your, as your name, so are you. I mean, you are a bundle of joy. You are a bundle of excitement. Yes, a strong woman. And we are glad that we have you in our lives. Thank you for the wisdom of God that you have gained over the years. Thank you for relating with the Holy Spirit. Yes, and becoming such a wonderful personality for us to enjoy. I think we should give mommy a big, big, big round of applause. Yes, if we are clapping for mommy, then we should clap for Bishop Bruce. 
even more for allowing mommy to do what she's doing. Yes. I've been married for only 10 years. But then you realize that some people don't want their wives to do anything at all. Yes, there's a case I'm dealing with right now. The man does not want the wife to do anything. When you're going to the market, eyes on you everywhere. I mean, you can't, oh, serious, serious issue, but you can't, you can't do a lot of things because you have to be uh, in the house to be a wife. Now, Bishop Bruce has released his wife for us to enjoy. Hey! I tell you, all the time, the energy, the strength, everything, it's a blessing. Bishop Bruce, wherever you are, Archbishop Bruce, wherever you are, God bless you for all that you do for us. We are grateful. Hallelujah. I want us to appreciate the prophet of the house. Are you clapping? The prophet and the father of the house. Yes. Without whom we will not be here. Yes. Hallelujah. I've, I've pioneered a church for just a very short time. And I know what it means to be ignored, despised, when you are small. Yes. There were, there were times in my life when I could introduce myself as a pastor because, because of the what will come. This man has borne the brunt of the sun and the weather, the harsh weather for many, many years and has fought and pushed for the church that you find joy and safety in to be built over the years. I don't think we should take him for granted at all. Yes. Hallelujah. It is not a joke to write one book. To, to, it's not a joke. Yes, it's not a joke. Have you noticed that, I mean, some of you have left school after school. You've not written anything for the last, you've not written anything. You don't even know how to spell come. I am, cry, you say am. A-M, am. Have you noticed? Yes. Yes. I mean, the focus that God has given him, the blessings. Right now, I think the books are over 100 now. If we put everything together, they are over 100. It's, it's, it's not a small thing. And it's not just 100 books that are lying down, 100 books that are in the hands of many people all around the world. Books that can be dashed. Do you know what it means to dash books? It's not a small thing. I mean, a book is being sold for 20 Ghana. This volume for 20 Ghana. No, it's not a small thing. It's a dash. Sometimes you go to the crusades and books are being dashed to people. Yes. It was because books were dashed to me many years ago. That's how come I know some things. Yes. Frugality. Those small, small books. Yes. The duality. 1999, 2000. It's a blessing. God bless him. That's all I have to say. God bless you, sir. Wherever you are, we respect you. We honor you. We want you to know that we love you. Keep fighting. Keep going for us to follow. Keep blazing the truth for us to follow. Don't give up. Go for us to go in Jesus' name, amen. Yes, it's because he's in the ministry, that's why I'm in the ministry. Oh, that's the truth, it's because of his preaching, yes, and what he has done over the years. That's why I'm, I'm sometimes I'm surprised I'm not a pastor in the UD. 
Yes, over the years, people asked me, are you a pastor in the UD? I said, I'm not. Too. I'm supposed to be, but I'm not. I'm sure one of these days I'll become very soon. Hallelujah. Wow. It's a blessing. You may kindly take your seats in heavenly places. I mean, Bishop Ogo has done a great work, so I don't even know what I'm going to add. Reverend has also done a very powerful work, so I don't even know what I'm also going to add. But Jesus is Lord. The Lord will grant us grace and strength to say some one or two things, some one or two things. Yes, some one or two things that I believe would, would help all of us. Hallelujah. I, I want to focus, or I'm being led to focus on the urgency of the matter. The urgency of the matter. How urgent it is for us to win souls. Okay? It is urgent. You know, there are urgent things and they are important. There are important things that are not urgent. Do you see? Uh-huh. We have things that are important, but they are not urgent. Do you see? Like replying certain messages on your phone. It's important, right? It's not it will, you will not die. You know, you can you can hold on for some time. I mean I think the 30 minutes policy should can work. It's not bad. 30 minutes, almost one hour with your phone in a day. So the rest of the time, Reverence, it's good to see you. It's good to see you, Reverend. It's good to see you. 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 Good to see you. Thank you for coming. Hallelujah. And I can see bishops as well. Bishop Max, Bishop Isaac, thank you for coming. God bless you. Let's give them a big round of applause. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yes, so there are some things that are, they are important, but they are not urgent. Do you see? You can do without them. But there are others that are very urgent. What it means is that it's a life, it's a life or death situation and i want to paint a picture for you that will help you see how important and how urgent this particular thing called soul winning evangelism that mommy is leading us strongly into um, is it's very important if you read in the bible you will see three levels of god's love okay when you read the bible very carefully you will notice three levels in the new testament the first level of god's love is god's love for all of humanity for the world sinners. So John 3.16 is a very popular verse that is very very important. Okay. It says for God so loved the world that he I think this is one of the first scriptures you get to know when you get born again. Yes. It is, it is important. If it leads us to getting born again then it must guide us as well in every step of the way. In the born again experience. Do you see? For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. This is the love of God. He so loved, not the world full of stars and lakes and rivers and trees and uh, oceans and whales. No. I mean, well, all of those things were made because of human beings. So what the Bible is telling you is that for God so loved the world full of human beings and what are, human beings are sinners. That's the, that's, that's, that's the problem with human beings. The human beings are sinners. So he's talking about God loving a world full of sinners. Hallelujah. Yes, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Jesus did not die for Christians. Jesus did not die for you. you How many of you are born again? Jesus did not die for you. Are you a Christian now? Now that you're a Christian, Jesus did not die for you. (laughs) You You are in now. He's not going to, he didn't die for, you are in now. He died for sinners. If you read in Romans chapter 5, verse um, 
6. She's showing her verse 6. And it says, For when we're yet without strength, in due time, Christ died for what? He died for who? The ungodly. Not the godly. Christ died for the ungodly. He didn't die for godly people. So if you see anyone who is not godly, who is not correct, any shatter boy, shatter girl, with, with a, necklace, a necklace around her, ne her legs, and slay queen, you know slay queen. Her breast is all over the place. It's like her, the dress is trying to put the breast back into the. It's like it's not working. Hey! But it's a dress. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Yeah. The, that's the person that the Lord died for. Jesus died for such a person. What do you think? Yeah, not for not for the one sitting by you who is born again. No, he died for the. If you see someone who is ungodly, that is the one Jesus came to die for. Go to verse eight, Romans five, verse eight. But God commended His love toward us, in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Not when we were Christians, while we were yet sinners. So Jesus died for sinners. The blood of Jesus was shed for sinners. Not for righteous people. Not for godly people. Not for people who are already in. He died for those who are outside. So we must make the blood of Jesus useful by making sure those who are outside come inside. If we are not going outside to bring those who are outside inside, then we are not using the blood of Jesus for anything. The reason for his death is useless. Oh, that's the truth. And this is the first level of God's love. And it is the most important. It is the most important. Because of all the things that God had to go through to secure this particular thing. To make this happen. He expresses love so much. The, the intensity of the expression of his love along this line is higher than every other level that you can think about. Yes. Are you in the church? Yes. If you read Ephesians, eh? Ephesians, I don't have a lot of time, so I just want to mention some things to you. Ephesians chapter 3 eh? from verse 17. Look at Ephesians 3 from verse 17. Wow. Christ did not die for the godly. He died for the ungodly. Look at this. It says, that Christ may dwell in your heart. Paul was praying for the church at Ephesus and he was praying for them for the love of Christ to dwell in them. He says, I pray that the love of Christ, Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith so that you being rooted and grounded in love may be able to comprehend or come to understand what is, with all the sins, what is the breadth and length and depth and height of God's love? Have you seen it? And to know the love of Christ, which passed knowledge, that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. Now, so Paul was praying for this group, and he says, I want you to come to know what is the breadth of God's love, the length of God's love, the height of God's love, and the depth of God's love. Are you seeing it? Now, what is the breadth of God's love? All these dimensions of God's love was expressed towards the sinner. Yes. All of them. Just one. If you look at it very carefully, only one is expressed for the Christian. Yes. All of them was expressed in order for the sinner to come and for the sinner to be born again. Yes. So let's 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 get into them. Are you interested? Let's get the first one is the breath of God's love. 
Now, what is the breadth of God's love? The breadth of God's love, you know, breadth, breadth is what? How wide, how wide the love of God is, isn't it? How wide the love of God is. Jeremiah chapter 31, verse 3. Look at Jeremiah chapter 31, verse 3. What is the, the, the width or the breadth of God's love? The Lord has appeared of old unto me, saying, Yea, I have loved thee with an everlasting love. Therefore, with loving kindness have I drawn thee. How, what is the breadth of his love? His, the breadth of his love is everlasting. Meaning that even before the foundations of the earth, God saw you and saw the sinner. Okay? The Bible mentions how that Christ was crucified before the foundations of the earth. That's in Ephesians chapter 1, verse 4. Look at Ephesians 1, 4. Hey, hey. I like quoting scriptures, so if, if you are interested, we can, I can quote so many scriptures for you. According as he has chosen us in him before the foundation of the world, isn't it? That we should be holy and without blame before him in love. The word foundation is, the, the Greek word is katabole. It means that even before the overthrow of Satan, of Lucifer, before Lucifer, you know, Lucifer's idea, okay, was to uh, topple God's government because of what God wanted to do in our lives. Lucifer thought that he was the, the word, the, his batch of creation was the most important of, of, of all. He felt that angels were the highest. He didn't know that angels were made to serve another group of people called human beings. So if you read in Hebrews chapter 1 verse 11, you see it. How that the Bible says, look at it, Hebrews chapter 1 verse 11. Are they not all ministering spirits sent forth to minister for them who shall be heirs of salvation? Who is he talking about? We are the heirs of salvation. Yeah. Those of us who are born again, those who get born again are the heirs of salvation. He sent ministering spirits, all the ministering spirits are angels. They are all sent for to minister for them who shall be heirs of salvation. And Lucifer got to know this that they were actually going to serve us. Angels serve us. Do you know angels serve us? Yes, angels serve. And you got to know that angels are they are going to serve us. And that God was going to make a group of people in his own image after his own likeness. And he's going to be a servant. He didn't like the idea. I was like, what are you talking about? No, no, no. We have to topple the government. He doesn't like the idea. Yes. That was why he was able to convince one third of, of God's angels. You see, because he wanted the overthrow of God's government. Why? Because God was thinking about us. So even before Lucifer thought, God had thought about you and had made plans for you. Not only you, he's talking, we are talking about sinners, every, every human being, not, not Christians, every human being. God thought about us before the foundations of the world. Hallelujah. Amen. And he says, I have loved you with an everlasting love. With my loving kindness have I drawn you. Before the foundations of the world, he thought about you. His love, the expanse of his love, the breadth of his love is from everlasting to everlasting. That's the, that's the breath of God's love. And it's just like that because of human beings. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's look at the other one. So we talk about breath. Go, so go back to Ephesians. Hey. Ephesians chapter 3, what we're reading. We, read, we started from verse 17, but we're in verse 18 now, isn't it? May be able to comprehend with all things what is the breadth and length. What is the length of God's love? What is the length? Length is distance, isn't it? Yeah. The, the length, what length will you, let's say you are in love with somebody, what length would you go? I mean, some people have been walking for yeah. kilometers, miles, in order to just go and say hello. 
did you ever hear of the story of the guy who was the lady who was on the last floor africa her last floor and this guy was going to visit him visit her you know the guy had fallen in love but you know he, he hadn't proposed yet and he didn't know how he was going to propose he was charlie the confession is not a joke so the ladies the lady was on the last floor in the last room of africa hall yes eighth floor so this guy climbed to the eighth floor, went to the last room, knocked on the door. When the lady opened the door, he said, oh, I was just passing by to say hello. How can you be passing by? Passing by to where? Eighth floor, last room. <laughs> he said, I was just passing by to say hello. He was going to fly. The lady said, listen, come inside, come, come inside. The lady realized that the guy was suffering, so he decided to help him. Yes. She decided to help him. He said, oh, come inside. What length will you go to express your love for someone? Yes. God went to great lengths. Yes, all the way. What length? The length was leaving the recesses of heaven, the beauties of heaven, and coming down to this earth. That is the distance Jesus covered, or the Lord covered, in order to come down. I tell you, in John 1, 1, the Bible says that in the beginning was a word, and the word was of God, and the word was God. Jesus, you see, there was nobody called Jesus in heaven before he became a human being. He was called the word. If you read the Bible, you see the word. So the word became flesh on a certain day. That's in John 1 verse 14. The word, and the word was made flesh and dwelt amongst us. Do you see? So there was a day, the word came. Came from where? The word came from heaven, above. That is the distance. Maybe you have visited a girl from, you've, maybe you've walked from, I, I remember when I fell in love with my wife, I was, I was doing a lot of walking. Oh yes. Those of you who know Dr. Mensah. I would walk from Dr. Mensah to uh, Lane, Calf, Lane Hostel. Oh yeah, easily cry. One day, one day my, a friend of mine, you know, I was going to visit and we, we used to work with time, so I was supposed to be there by 6.30. And I'd finished working by 5, 5, 5.15. But I didn't want to go home and then come back. So my friend dropped me at Kejetia. And he asked me, what are you going to do now? I said, oh, I'm just going to move around. I'm just going to be walking around for some time. Yes. Because I'm in love. I want to walk around for some time. When it's 6.15 or 6.20, I'll start walking towards. Yeah. Lens. Ask your neighbor, how, how much have you walked? Have you walked for a long time just to go and see somebody? Wow. Yes. So, <laughs> the length of God's love for sinners, so I'm talking about the first level of God's love. For sinners, for this world, for God so loved the world. How did he demonstrate it? By the length of his love. Yes, Bishop Ogo, Archbishop Bruce is here. Are you clapping or you're not clapping? Wow. You are welcome, sis. Hallelujah. Please, you can kindly take your seats. The length, say the length of God's love expressed for human beings. For who? Human beings. It is very serious. Yes, he left the glory of heaven and came down, 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 down. Philippians chapter 2, verse 5. I mean, it's very serious. This is not to Christians, though. For sinners. All this for sinners. All this so that he can gain sinners. Yes. And that's what, that's what I want you to think about. Why is, why is the Lord doing all this? Why, why is he talking about the breadth of his love? 
Why is he talking about the length of his life? Because of sinners. Yes. He says, let this man be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Next verse. Who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation. Why? He's in love. In love with who? Sinners. So if you joke with the Lord, the Lord's love for sinners, you are joking about something very, very important. Because of the length to which, I mean, look at the length he went to. To gain one person. To gain you and me. To gain sinners. To gain the world of sinners. It's not a small thing. It's a very serious The length. This is the length. He left the glory and came and took, make himself, made himself of no reputation and took upon him the form of a servant. Yes. Why? I'm in love. With who? With a sinner. With a world full of sinners. So I don't mind leaving my glorious, beautiful palaces and coming down to this dirty, dusty world. He came to walk on the dusty road of Galilee. Why? Sinners. Yes. Sinners. But made himself of no reputation and took upon him the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of men. I mean, it's like, it's like men are nothing. It's like a, an elephant falling in love with an ant. How can, you, how can you relate? How can you relate? It's not going to work. But he decided to change and become an ant to relate. Yes. And look at, the, look at the problems of this flesh, of man. It's not easy. Or... I have a lot of righteous brethren in the system. Like, what I'm saying, they are not seeing. Hey, I'm sorry, I'm going home, eh? I'll be back next year. It's not a joke to be, to be in flesh, isn't it? Yes. The Bible says he, 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 picked on, he picked on human flesh. He did not take the, 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 the form of angels, but he took on the form of the seed of Abraham. Yes, and he was tempted in all points, like as we are. Why? He's in love. Yes, that's the length of his love. The length to which he went to. The lengths he went to. To become a servant. Nothing. Made himself like a man. Became a man. And when he became a man, he even went down even further. Look at the next verse. And being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death. Even the death of the cross. Why? Why? These are the lengths. I mean, how many of you die for your, your, your beloved or your wife? Even your wife. Why? Why will you die? Because of what? Hey, because of what? If she has to die, she should die. You, you marry, you marry again. No, be so. Oh, Charlie, let's be honest. No matter how much you are, how much in love you are, you will say this one, baby. Enjoy. The Lord bless you. We'll meet in heaven soon. Very few men will give their hearts to a, a wife whose heart is not working. And say, take my heart, and let me let me use battery. <laughs> when it comes to the reality, it doesn't work. You can only it's wraps. You can use it in wraps, but when it comes to the reality, you can't say, take my heart, and I I'll use I'll run on solar panels. Yes, yeah, it's, it's, in reality, it doesn't work. You use car battery. Yeah, in reality, it will not work. But Jesus gave Himself. Yes, that is the length to which He went to. He died the most shameful of death. Why? Not for Christians. Always remember that. It's not for Christians. Because if, if you, when you become a Christian, you think it's like, this is for me. He did it for me. It's, it's not, you are, you are in now. How about the one who's outside? He did it for all of them. That is the land to which he went to. That is the land to which he went to. I'm just trying to show you all these things. So that you see, you see that, Charlie, the thing is, eh, the man is in love with a certain group of people. 
Yes, I told three levels of God's love. First one and most intense is for sinners. So if you're a Christian and not in love with sinners, there's a problem. It means you don't know the heart of the one you say you love. Yes. You don't. I tell you, you don't. Yes. And if you have not cried for a sinner, you should cry that you can't cry about a sinner. Yes. You you have to. You have to. Yeah. This is the, the length to which you went to. Yeah. Yes. Great lengths. From heaven. You came from heaven to the earth to show the way from the end to the cross. My death today. From the cross to the grave. From the grave to the sky. Lord, I lift your name on high. Why? For sinners. But God commanded his love towards us. This is the love of God. This is the commendation of God's love. In that while we're yet sinners, not while we're yet good, while we're yet sinners, Christ died. He died for the ungodly. For always remember that he died for the ungodly. So if there are a lot of ungodly people in our in our in our area, in your in your room, in your hostel, you should know that these are the people Jesus died for. This is what he shed his blood for. God is depending on you to let them know that, listen, there's someone who loves you, brother. He went to great lengths for you. He left his glory to come and die on the cross of Calvary for you. That's simple gospel. That is it. It's a, it's a gospel of love. Yes. His love, the intensity of his love. Yes. Look at the, the other one. Let's look at the other one. Ephesians chapter, chapter 3, verse 18. And the depths of his love. We've, we've learned about the breadth. We've done the length. Now we're doing the depth of his love. What is the depth of his love? The depth of his love is when he descended down into the lower part of the earth. You see? In Ephesians chapter 4, verse 8. Look at Ephesians 4, 8. Wherefore he said, When he ascended up on high, he led captivity captive and gave gifts unto men. Next verse. Now that he ascended, what is it but that he also descended first into the lower parts of the earth? Why did he descend first into the lower parts of the earth? Why did Jesus go down? You know, Jesus went to hell. Jesus went to He didn't only die on the cross and, and ended it. it. He had to go down. Down, down. Why is he going down? Why is he descending into the lower parts of the earth? Why? Because of sinners. Whilst he was on the cross, he took all the sin of all sinners, including the one who is walking around. Yes, including the one who is in that village, that place, in the one in your room, the one who is like on Tijai, like Afena Wesisu, Bonino Afena Wesi Bonino. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. Like he's now, the person is now exploring sin. Bonino and then there. I mean, as you grow older, Bonino becomes, it becomes very difficult for, like, I mean, you are tired, you become tired, but it's like some people are now starting. And you are seeing that they are now starting. Jesus went down, 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 down. And the Bible proves to us that he went to hell. Why? Because of sinners. Not because of Christians, because of sinners. Because of sinners, though. It's serious, though. It's very, very serious. Descending. Acts chapter 2, verse 25. Look at Acts chapter 2, verse 25. 
Peter was preaching, he started talking about scriptures, things that David wrote. He says, for David speaker concerning him, speaker concerning him, I foresaw the Lord always before my face, for he is on my right hand, that I should not be moved. Therefore did my heart rejoice and my tongue was glad. Moreover, also my flesh shall rest in hope, because thou wilt not leave my soul in hell, neither wilt thou suffer thine holy one to see corruption. This is what David wrote. Look at the next verse. Thou hast made known to me the ways of life. Thou shalt make me full of joy with thy countenance. Next verse. Men and brethren, this is Peter talking. So Peter is preaching. He says, men and brethren, let me freely speak unto you of the patriarch David, that he is both dead and buried, and his, and his sepulcher is here with us, is with us unto this day. Next verse. Therefore, being a prophet, David was a prophet, and knowing that God has sworn with an oath to him that of the fruit of his loins, according to the flesh, he would raise up Christ to sit on his throne, he seeing this before speak of the resurrection of Christ, that his soul was not left in hell, neither his flesh did see corruption. Jesus' soul was not left in hell because he went to hell. Why did he go to hell? He went to hell because of sinners. Hey. So when you, you, you don't love sinners, when you see sinners, you start, there are a lot of Christians who insult sinners. Yeah. You, you, see, you see what will happen to you. No, the expression is not you will see what will happen to you. It should not be like that. It should be the Lord did a lot for you. He went to hell for you so that you don't go there. He went to hell just because of you. Yes. Don't go there. You don't have to go there. Why? Because the love, the depth of the love of our Father has been expressed towards you. Why? Because Jesus has gone to hell. He went down, 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 down into the lower parts and had all the demons coming on him, fighting with him for three days, three nights. Why? Because of you, so that you wouldn't have to go there and have the demons harass you. Hell was not made for human beings. Jesus said hell was made for the devil and his angels. It was not made for him. Nobody is supposed to go there. So Jesus went there so that nobody would go there. Why are they going there? Because they don't know. Because nobody is saying anything to them. Because nobody is saying, nobody is telling them. This, these are the things some of these people knew. These people who came to Ghana at age 22, 22 years, what do you know? They just knew that, listen, someone has died. Someone has died. Someone has given his life. Jesus has given his life. This is what God, this is the answer of God to the whole world. Jesus is the answer for the world today. He has been and he will always be. It will never leave, it will never reduce. He's the answer. He's the answer. To the economic crisis, he's the answer. Yes, he's the answer for everything. If we, if we don't talk about it, they will all go to hell. And brothers and sisters, I'm here to tell you that he will hold us accountable. He will. That's my last point. It's coming. Yeah. He descended. Why? Because of sins. Then the height of his love. What is the height of his love? The resurrection. And the ascension. Why did he resurrect? Romans chapter 4 verse 25. He says that Jesus was given on account of our offenses. And was raised on account of our justification. When we were declared not guilty. Then he came out from the dead. God raised him from the dead. Do you see? And he ascended through the heavens. To sit. On the throne of majesty on high. For what purpose? To be the, to be the propitiation for our sins. To be the sin bearer. To, to be the one who advocates for us. Do you see? And the Bible says God does not like it when an unrighteous man dies. He doesn't. Can you imagine? Why? Because of how much he loves them. He doesn't want even one of them to perish. Not even one. 
He says, do you know why his, his, his long suffering, 2 Peter chapter 3 verse 9, the Lord is not slack concerning his promise, as some men count slackness, but is long suffering to us all, not willing that any should perish, but that all, not some, all, should come to repent. All! Yeah. All. 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 Not only you. You are in. But he's depending on you to talk. He's depending on you to talk. If you don't talk, if you don't share, if you don't let them know, nobody will let them know. Nobody will let them know. These are the lengths to which he went to. These are the lengths. Yes. For the sinner. All for the sinner. Also, that's one person can come in. Like I said, this is the most intense of... There are three levels of God's love, like I mentioned. This is the love that he has for the world. The second one is the love that he has for his children. When you become born again, the Lord loves you. He has a certain kind of love towards you. Very special love. 1 John 3.1 Behold, what manner of love the Father has bestowed upon us, that we should be called the sons of God. Therefore, the world do us not, because we knew him not. When you become born again, there's a special love towards you. Then the third level... This is not my preaching, so I'm not talking about it too much. The third level of God's love is his love for his children who return his love to him. That's a, that's a third level of his love. His love. He has special love. I mean, you can have five children. The one who is interested in what you are interested in, the one who has your heart, has a special kind of treatment. Is it true? Oh, yes, that's the truth. I mean, no matter what you think, you can think whatever, but that's the truth. If you, if you like what your father likes, you may be, you'll be surprised. You look what the inheritance for you. Yes. Why? Because you have his heart. So the Lord also has special love for those who have his heart. Those who re reciprocate his love for him. So in 1 Corinthians chapter 2 verse 9, the Bible says that, I have not seen, neither has he heard, neither has he entered into the heart of man. The things which God has prepared for them that love him. It's not for everybody. It's not for every Christian. It's for Christians who love him. Yes. Romans 8 28. And we know that all things work together for the good of them that love God. To them who are the called according to his purpose. You, you have to love God. Now, how do you love God? You love God by loving what he loves. That's how you love God. Jesus said that if you love me, keep my commandments. What is the greatest commandment? That's Romans chapter, uh, John chapter 14 verse 25. If you love me, keep my commandments. What is his highest commandment? What is the highest commandment of Jesus Christ? How do you, how do you express? It's not by, it is if you love me. Uh, sing worship songs to me or sing praise songs or dance in the church or play the keyboard he didn't say this jesus answered so if a man loved me he will keep my words yes he will keep my words verse 21 says he will keep my commandment he that has my word has my words and keep he that has my commandments and keep them he it is that loveth me yes what is his commandment what's the highest of his commandments you get to know what a man is interested in okay when he's dying, the last words of the man, the last words of the man, lets you know what he's interested in. Matthew 28, 18. All authority in heaven and earth is given unto me. On the basis of, the, of this authority, go ye therefore. Go ye therefore. That, that is it. You love Jesus, you love God, go ye therefore. Is it too difficult to understand? Go ye. You love him, go ye. You love him, change your life. You love him. Be interested in what is interesting. Go to the length he went to to get somebody. What did he do? He left his glory. Don't let your car, 
your education becomes so it's like it is it is too high for you it's, it's too much so you can't you can't stoop low and do some things for the lord you can't stoop low and go to certain environments to preach the gospel your lord and savior jesus christ left the glory of heaven and came down to become a man and become nothing so that he can win one he can win you now that he has won you you are sitting and you are not doing anything you must do something you can't sit still you can't so all his children who have the same heart as his and are ready to win and change people's lives they, 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 on a, his, they have the intimacy of God's love they have the intimate they, have, they, are more, they are most intimate I mean you can't talk about people like John Wesley and not talk about how intimate he was with the Lord why? because he was doing what God wanted yes some of the sweetest experiences that you can you can never think about it was for these people that is why their names are everywhere Adonai, Justin and all those people I mean they loved the Lord's destiny and they were ready to die for one to come in yes why? because they love the way the Lord loves they know what the Lord what the Lord the Lord loves in so listen the Lord loves in so much that he will not have mercy on you for not loving those he loves he will ask you questions i tell you that is, that is the intensity of his love for sinners he will ask you questions ezekiel chapter 3 verse 16 he will ask you when it comes to this thing when it comes to what he loves he forgets about everything yeah. that is why when jesus was talking about serving him and doing things for him it's like he says ignore mother forget about your mother what is what is mother ignore father Ignore children, ignore wife. It's like he forgets about every other thing. Why? Because he's in love. He has a purpose. My purpose is to get everybody in. All must come in. I died for all. My blood must not be used. They must all come in. Forget about wife. Forget about husband. He that loveth father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. That's what Jesus said. When it comes to that, he forgets about every... It seems all the other principles vanish. Yes. Because he's in love. And his children who are in love with him love what he loves. What does he love? Sinners. Sinners. And if his children do not get involved, he gets angry. Has your father ever been angry with you because he gave you an assignment and you didn't do it? Yes. He gets angry. And that's what will be happening. Beatings will happen. Beatings will happen. Brothers and sisters, there are beatings that are with us. Yes. Oh, it's the truth. You can smile about it. You can laugh about it. You can say mercy. What? But it's the truth. It's going to happen practically in your life. One day, the Lord is going to require, Pastor, you're welcome. He's going to require, he's going to ask questions from you. How about the one you sat in the taxi with when I was telling you to talk to him? And you didn't say anything. How about the one who was your host? How about this one? How about, oh, you ask, I tell you. Shall we say, I swear my father can't turn up. He will, he will, he will, he will ask you. Charlie, all jokes aside, he will ask you. Why? Because he's interested in visible. That is all he sees. He doesn't see any other thing. He's blind to every other. When it comes to he's blind to every other thing. Blind. So it is in our own interest. It is in your own. You don't want certain kinds of questions to be because he is, you are he's going to be, you are going to be responsible, to be honest with you. Let me read it to you. And it came to pass at the end of seven days that the Lord came unto me saying, Next verse. Son of man, I have made thee a watchman unto the house of Israel. Whether I like it or not, I have made you a watchman. Therefore, hear the word at my mouth and give them warning from me. When I say unto the wicked, thou shalt surely die, and thou givest him not warning. 
nor speaketh to one the wicked from his wicked way to save his life. The same wicked man shall die in his iniquity. He will. But his blood will I require at thine hand. So at the Bema Sea judgment, Bishop has a book on it now, Bema. At the Bema Sea judgment, when we all stand before the Lord, the Lord will require people's blood at our hands. That is how urgent it is. It's an urgent matter. It's not something to sleep on. It's not something to... Whatever you can, do it. It's because there are questions waiting for you that you can't give answers to. If you don't do something now, there are questions waiting for you. We must all go. Someone died. Someone died. He says that I will require their blood at your hand. Next verse. If you warn the wicked and he turn not from his wickedness nor from his wicked way, he shall die in his iniquity. But you have delivered, delivered your soul. You must deliver your soul. You must, you, you must deliver your soul. I'm interested in, I'm a pastor because I want to deliver my soul. I start churches because I want to deliver my soul. I start, I do, do, I do things. You see, what, what, there was this guy who died uh, on, at, on Legon campus um, just, I think about a month ago. A young guy who died first year. Swimming pool. Yeah. You know, he was not born again before our people met him. Our people met him. We met him on Tuesday. And they compelled him and put, because he didn't want to give his life. They compelled him to give his life to Christ on Tuesday. He died on Saturday. And on Saturday, they were, they were you know, working on him to bring him to church on Sunday morning. And he died on Saturday. Friday, Saturday morning, when he woke up, he updated the status. The status was uh, uh, angel of death with a grave with somebody holding his bags coming to the graveyard. And the angel of death was saying, here, we don't take baggages. That was his last post before he died. Amen. On Saturday morning, before he went to die, that was the last post. When, when the, the shepherd we sent to him saw it, she sent me a picture and said, this is what the guy posted. We're bringing him to church on Sunday. If we had not gone, he would have been in hell. And we may have been held responsible. Oh, yes. We may have been. That's how urgent the thing is. Oh. You'll be shocked. You will be surprised that it's like it's finished for somebody. And it's not that the person is going to hell. It's finished though. They will ask you. You didn't go. You didn't start a church to move, to make. It's a ripple effect. You're starting a church to do something to somebody and do something to, that will save somebody. That is how it is. Oh. Do what God wants you to do. Do it. Just do what you I don't want problems. I want to save myself. I want to save my soul. That is it. That is the reason why. I, listen, years ago, when God told me to start the church that we, are, we started, you see, I was fooling around. Just like any other pastor will fool around. Yes. I had one member for so long, it was depressing. So one day I called the guy that, Charlie, I'm not coming to church, so you to stay home. I know who come, whether I do evangelism, whatever, it will be one. Whilst I was lying on my bed on a Sunday morning, the ceiling opened, and a hand came out like this. Practical, I tell you, warning me. If you do this again, I'll kill you. <laughs> Many lives are dependent on yours. And then a hand withdrew. I've not missed church again. I've not missed service again. I'm always in church. Always. He said, I don't want problems. Maybe you have nothing. God showed it to me so I can come and tell you. Yes, God showed it to me so I can come and tell you. Charlie, you need to, you have to rise. Because the Lord will ask you. You'll be shocked though. You'll be shocked that you are his son. You are his daughter. But the intensity of his love for the sinners is higher than the love he has for you. As a son. We are not judged as sons. We are judged as servants of God. Bima is not for sons and daughters. We are not judged as sons and daughters of God. We are judged as servants of God. 
Yes, as, 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 as sons and daughters, we are accepted. But as servants, there are questions for us. Questions with corresponding kings and warnings. Heaven will be very quiet because they are judging you. Because when they bring the names up, Ajua Mansa, you were supposed to talk to her in 2007. How many have you missed? You see, that's why I have to cry in prayer. That's why I have to cry in prayer. For a burden. You need a burden. You need a burden. Yes. Because even your prayer also does something. Yes. It starts off with prayer. You need to pray for sinners. Why is that all your prayers is what the Lord will do for you? I come to church because of what the Lord will do for you. That's all you are thinking about. Your car, your house, your money, your beloved, your wife, your children. Your what? You're too selfish. It's too bad. No, it's not even a single prayer has to do with souls. That is why the prophet is on TV doing flow prayer, laying his hands on, on, on countries, speaking in tongues for hours. Why? He doesn't want to be, to be found wanting. I don't want to be found wanting. Uh, pastors who are renegading and doing all kinds of things, you see, you, there's something wrong. You've forgotten why we are doing what we are doing. Yes. Forgotten why we are doing what we are doing. You must deliver your soul. You may think that this is an Old Testament. So this one is Old Testament. It's in the New, brother. It's in the New, New Testament. Claire, Acts chapter 20, verse 25. Look at Acts 20, 25. It's there, Claire. I'm closing. And now, behold, I know that ye all among whom I've gone preaching the kingdom of God shall see my face no more. He says, I've gone preaching the kingdom of God among you all, and you shall see my face no more. Well, if I take you to record this day, that I am pure from the blood of all men. Paul said, I am pure. Because he knew that the Lord will ask him. Paul said, what is me if I preach on the gospel? Do you understand that? Yeah. Well, it's like you like reading other things about Paul. You don't like reading the things you're supposed to read. Yeah. What is me if I preach on the gospel? How many lives would have been lost if Archbishop and his wife had not gone to the north and done the work that they did there? And how many lives would have been lost if they had not come here to come and do the work they are doing now? Can you imagine? The trainings, the teachings, the organi- organizing of programs, calling out for salvation. Let's go. You go out and go and bring this one. Go out and go. All of that. If that had not been done, a lot of people would not be born again. We will not be where we are. I take your record this day that I am pure from the blood of all. Can you say that? Can you say that you are pure from the blood of all men? Say it, I can't say it. I can't say it. I don't know if you can. I can't say it. I can't say it. I can't. So I'll do what I'm supposed to do. Yes. Maybe you don't have a burden. You realize that you don't have a burden. When it comes to you have you have you, you are moved when we talk about another. When we talk about souls, and it doesn't move you. That's a problem. There's a big problem. And Jonah, I want us to pray about that problem. You need a burden for souls. You need, you need, it's a burden. That's how it is. It's a burden. Yes. Paul had it. He had that burden. That was why he was stoned to death. And he would rise up and go back and go and preach in the same place where he was stoned. Same place where he was stoned. Shipwreck, whatever, he's still going. Why? There's a burden for souls. I want it. Do you want it? I want it. I want to be concerned. Because honestly, you are not concerned. You may remember souls every now and then, every once every year when Sister Joy organizes this program. All sounds of joy. Lord, help me. I know that 
you are going to ask me. Help me remember. Help me have a burden to see the ones you love saved. Rise up on your feet. Talk to the Lord right now. Tell the Lord, give me a burden. for souls. Maybe I've never cried about souls before. The Lord is talking to you. He wants to give you a hat. A hat. A hat for souls. Ask for that hat, Lord. He says, if you ask, you shall receive. Ask and receive. Ask him right now. Jesus I want to be more like you Jesus I want to be more like Jesus be more like you. Jesus talk to the Lord talk to the Lord in the next two minutes just talk to the Lord Jesus left all I want to be more like you Lord I want to be more like you Lord God bless you for listening. We pray that the word of God will be rooted and grounded in your heart as you give attention to the word. Kindly follow Pastor T and Love Economy Church on all social networks for more of God's word. Don't forget to subscribe to the Pastor T podcast. Simply search for Pastor T on any podcast app, plug in and enjoy God's word. Visit our website at loveeconomychurch.org for more information. God bless you.